Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. Today we're talking about a a classic, a movie. We are talking about Shrek. Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, a fantastic movie made in the two thousand ones, the odd ones. Uh, the odds. It's not the odd ones. You the odds. Made an odd one. It was made in the odds. It was made in the odds. Released in the odds. Probably made a little before then. Uh, no, it was made in. Everything that day. Uh, Shrek, uh, what do you... Let me talk about the synopsis real quick, and then we'll get into it. Once upon a time, in a faraway swamp, there lived an ogre named Shrek, Mike Myers, whose precious solitude is suddenly shattered by an evasion of annoying fairy tale characters. They were all banished from their kingdom by the evil Lord Farquaad, uh, John Lithgow, Determined to save the determined to save their home, not to mention his, Shrek cuts a deal with Farquhar and sets out to rescue Princess Fiona Cameron Diaz to be Farquhar's bride. Rescuing the princess may be may be small compared to her deep dark secret. Box office winnings, uh, four hundred eighty four point four million dollars. Really. Yeah. I was just okay with this. Um, as I was watching it, I realized, oh, we should have watched two, because two is my favorite. That's what Lisa told me, because I was just okay with it. But I gotta, there's a reason why I'm just okay with it, and I, I, maybe I'll like two a little bit is more. Is it too old Mike Myers for you? No, I like old Mike Myers. I, okay. I mean, that's what I grew up on. I grew The first one, the what got me into Saturday Night Live was my dad took me to go see Wayne's World. The first Wayne's World. Okay. Yeah, yeah, So that came out, what, 92, 93? Three. Something like that. Yeah. So that's how, that was my introduction to Saturday Night Live. And I'm like, oh, this was fucking funny. And my dad's like, oh, if this is funny for you, then you should watch Saturday Night Live. And we started recording Saturday Night Live every weekend for me. Oh, and nice. I would watch it on Sunday mornings after my grandma watched Meet the Press. Oh, okay. So, um... It wasn't even that. It wasn't even like old, you know, because it's old Mike Myers. Um, I like everybody in this movie. There's, okay, no, there's no okay. Three of my Mike Myers. I mean, I love Mike Myers as a child. You know, I love Eddie Murphy. Old Eddie Murphy. Uh. Um, and John Lithgow. I don't know if you know this. Hands down, one of my favorite actors. Yeah, the, I mean, the cast yeah, is I stellar. Mean, that, that's a great cast. Yeah. But here's what kind of kills it for me. Is when I did a little research on this, um, Jeffrey Katzenberger was the one who produced it. Uh-huh. Jeffrey Katzenberger worked at Disney with Michael Eisner. They even say that Farquaad is supposed to be based on Michael Eisner. Oh, I had no okay. idea about that. So I've got a beef with people ma- bullying your, your no, no, beloved no, no, Mike. No, 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 no. Making something to to shit on something else and j- just despite something else. And I feel like this movie is so purposely anti-Disney. Okay. And that it just it takes me out of it. it like you know what I mean? No, like I mean, there's choices that they make like like, oh yeah, they're gonna cuss in this movie a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. gonna cuss a little bit in this movie. We're gonna make these weird double entendre jokes that you wouldn't see until Pixar comes around and Pixar does them better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the animation looks weird, and I get it. It's the early two thousands where they're still working animation now. This is the same type of animation as the Scorpion King. Well, I didn't see that either. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're not blanking. It's terrible. We're not going to blank it. <laughs> no, I don't want to watch that movie. <laughs> but no, like, it, it just it just took me out of it. Like, the other thing that did that is, and the reason why I haven't started those bo- these books is, I like the Narnia books. Grew up, and I love the Narnia books. Yes, they are, they are sweating 
with fucking Christian allegory. Yeah. They 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 sweat Christian Christian allegory. There are pit stains of Christian. <laughs> no, there I get are, it. The, there are Jesus pit stains of of Christian allegory. That's why his for those dark stories. material. What's that series? Yeah. Hmm. Now that's that's what I'm getting to. Okay. Those books were written. His dark materials were written by Philip Pullman as a fuck you to those Narnia books. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. And I'm like, no, just write your story. If you've got a story, that's great. But he's like gone on record being like, those Narnia books are the most like like trashiest filth. They're good. They're, They're good I, books. I, yeah, and I can see why. Uh, actually, the Magical Nephew. I feel like that should have been like standard reading for everybody. More than Lion and the Witch of the Wardrobe. Yeah, and that's like the prequel to it too. Yeah, but to Lion and the Witch of the Wardrobe. Yeah, well, which is not bad. It's just like it's. I feel like that one's a little kind of Magical Nephew. I think is better. I see what you mean with the anti-Disney, because you see it when it comes down to... Uh, Everything. Not, not just one thing. Like, the whole movie. And they even got, like, Eddie Murphy, who was pissed off at Disney after fucking Mulan. You're putting so much insight to this movie, I didn't even think... I didn't pick up on. Yeah. I mean, there's things like... Um, like, you know where I, I, I checked out of the movie also? You are fucking two minutes into the movie, and you hear a shitty Smash Mouth song. Ooh, you're gonna hate the sequels. Is it just all Smash Mouth? It's all. It's just one song, just over and over and over. They really literally play all star every. And there's weird music choices. There's good music in these movies, uh-huh. but they're weird music choices. Like, like, who the fuck plays Hallelujah in a child's movie <laughs> when you have your Dark Night of the Soul? Yeah. Well. It's like swinging hard, but I feel like it misses a lot. This movie, rewatching it again, is not as great as I remember it to be. Because in my mind, all these Shrek movies kind of like blend in together. There's almost four. Five, there's there's four. four. The fifth one has already been written. I don't well, know. they keep going back and forth. It was they were gonna make it, and then they weren't gonna make it, and then recently they said they are going to make it. Yeah. So. um... I can tell you right now, uh, two is probably the best one. That's what Lisa said. Lisa said, Lisa goes, you should watch two over this one. Yeah. She goes, I like But this three. one sets she, it up she said, to She's like, you. I like three the best. She likes three a Three's, lot. Three is great. Um, but she's like, you should really watch, before you judge these movies completely, you should really watch two. Yeah, because the difference between... You can see where they take elements of the first movie and like, okay, we need to change some stuff. And they pull stuff out. Like, kind of like, oh, this was a hit, this wasn't a hit, drop this, move this. And you see it kind of puzzled together to make two. And two is, like, a great movie. Well, they came out like a year apart, so it seems like... And I know there was a lot of stuff with them redoing a lot of it. Because I know... You know who the original Shrek was, right? No. You don't know? No. It was Chris Farley. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I did hear about he that. He was the original yeah, yeah, yeah. voice, and then he went in. So then Mike Myers goes in and records it and goes, no, I want to do it in my Scottish voice. And, and I think it works. he records the whole movie, and yeah. they took they took a gamble on it. And they're like, all right, and they re-recorded the whole movie and did that. Yeah, because, uh, hold on, now I'm interested in when certain movies, because I like how studios like take gambles like, you were good in this movie. Let's put a let's put you in this movie. But there was one movie that Mike Myers did that was a piece of shit, and it just tanked his entire. Career. Oh, you're talking about the Love Guru. Yeah, uh, that was eight years. That was seven years later. That's two thousand two thousand eight. My dad actually likes that movie. I have only seen half of it. I've not because I've rented a DVD years ago, and I was like, oh, let me just watch it. And then when I watched it, it stopped in midpoint, right where Justin Timberlake was like in his little short shorts and his little. Middle of his, like... I didn't see it. Oh. Uh, I can't. Um, it, this is when they had uh, post Austin Powers 2, because, like, Minimi was in it. Okay. And he plays the manager for the Maple Leafs. I remember that. But yeah, I remember seeing that in the preview. And it's, it's, it's awkward. It's one of those where it's like, okay, this gag has been used. Like, are we now making fun of him because he's little and this is why it's funny because that just seems inappropriate. That's kind of like how I felt when I watched it. And uh, I was insensitive then, so imagine how it would be now if I watched it. 
I would be outraged. <laughs> I would be outraged. But you know, it, you know, and and maybe I can tell that because I liked the Shrek show at Universal. Okay. Have you ever seen the Shrek show? No. Yeah, it's it's like a three D one. So like when he's on a horse, the fucking chairs are bouncing like uh, a horse, true. and it spits water at you. And it's in so the you 40s. saw you saw that, but you never said, "Oh, you mean let me take a gander at these movies?" No. Why? why? I don't know. Like I said, I, I think because that fucking Smash Mouth song. Because this one was good. I, it has its points where like it made me laugh. I remember you know, the points where it made me just it like laugh out loud me... was that part when they're in Farquhar Land. And then, like, he, they do that introduction, and they like, ooh, let's push this button. And it's the little marionettes via uh, small It's a Small World. world. He's like, you know, stay off the grass, make sure to wipe your face. Like, I thought it was so funny. And that's what I think it is. Like, I think, but that, yeah, I, I feel like it tries I feel, really hard. My thing is just, like, in the second one, you get a lot more of the characters. Pinocchio's my favorite. I fucking love him. And, like, he's hilarious in the other one. Mm-hmm. But I like how at the beginning it starts off with, like, Farquhar has, like, made this, like, declaration to collect all magical creatures and fucking ban them. And then, like, they're, like... You see Geppetto walking up to the, the knight. He goes, I have a talking wooden boy. He goes, ten shillings for the possessed toy. And they fucking take Pinocchio and they throw away. And then, like... But I like that introduction to Donkey with the, the movie where, like, the old woman's like, I have a donkey, you know, a talking donkey. And they're, like... All right, and the donkey's just looking confused, and the woman looks crazy. Like, yeah. Then the tink, that fairy Tinkerbell like lands. Wow, yeah, everything is well because Disney's all fairy tale. That's all it no, is. No, no, and I get that, and I get that they they changed a lot. They did their thing because they wanted to be very family oriented, yeah. and then fairy tales are fucked up. Yeah, so I never took it as like a spite on Disney, aside from like the Farquhar Land, because like obviously no, that whole, was like but, a whole no, 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 not 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 specifically like just an attack on Disney. It, it is because it was Jeffrey Katzenberg, and I feel like he was like, oh yeah, fuck them, we're putting this in. Yeah, oh fuck I, them, we're putting this in. And I too. felt it was well deserved. It was great. Where else do you see a, dr- a donkey? Never, anywhere else. With a little like heart heart smokes and then you get donkey's like oh this can never work out oh, i'm asthmatic <laughs> and then like he coughs and like she bites his little tail and then she flies over to like lick him and like progress her love for him right oh my god i hate you actually uh this story this watching this it's a it's a bit rougher yeah i mean it's it's a bit of a i mean there's, and there's a, like the wrestling scene alone i'm just like you're you're swinging. The animation the on this is dated a bit, but you'll Four. see a complete night and day between one and two. Okay. Where this one, I feel like they had jokes. They either were just getting used to animating like long movies and trying to like, figure out how to do it and make it kind of coherent. Because you have a lot of weird long scenes where nothing really happens. It's like Despicable Me. I I I've just... never seen that movie. Okay, I'm just okay with them. Yeah, to me it's just like, I, I see the minions and I'm like, okay, I, I get it. People quote parts of the movie and I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny, but I have no idea what, what it is. Yeah, I mean, the one there's the one where the guy the bad guy's like the 80s and it's it's Trey Parker as the voice. Oh, that's cool. And he's doing like moonwalks and fucking, <laughs> and it's like, everything he does is like 80s and it's him doing the voice and it's just, and it's, it, that's funny, but like it's just, it, it, it's a joke that... I think if that joke, if it wasn't him doing that voice, it uh-huh. would be uh, really. I don't think it'd be as good as a movie. Yeah, and it's just an okay movie. Because even with this, like, so what do you think of Eddie Murphy's jokes? Because so they're funny, I, but I, he does talk quite a bit. But that's his character. Too. That's his character. So that character needs to talk shit. Yeah, but like Eddie Murphy. Well, but this is one of those things. Here's here's what I used to have. Someone tell I used to talk to somebody when I worked at Disney about Eddie Murphy, how we used to love fucking Eddie Murphy raw and yeah. hilarious, and she was like, "Oh, he's that funny anymore because he has kids." Is that really a thing though? It's yeah. like you you, not, you lose your funny because you have kids. I think not. I don't think one hundred percent. I would like to think I'm still funny. You can tell me I'm wrong. If I don't. <laughs> um, but I you do because you have you can't fuck around as much. That's true. I've, I noticed when I go to parties and uh, I have friends there and their kids are there, it's like, it's constantly, Jimmy, watch your mouth. Because I'll, oh, I'll just, I'll curse and whatever, but like, no, no, even no, when no. I turn I, that I down, t- I realize like, 
They I, project. I noticed they project themselves to be more cussing uh, and swearing. I don't mind. I will say I'm okay with it because I don't teach my kids. Those are adult words. Yeah. You can. You don't have to. Say this. But when it comes to like like fucking things, I like talked about fucking and sex and shit. Right, right. That's when I'm like, hey, you guys need to go in the other room or give me two seconds so I can get them the fuck out of here. Yeah, because I've been to uh, like barbecues and have friends like we're telling us like old stories. And then, like, their son will come out or whatever. And it's just quickly, like, that story is done. And we're moving on. And, like, it's kind of like, yeah, no, I, I don't get. like that because it, it, it's like when I've dated, so when I was date when I started dating in my, like, mid-20s, when I was dating in my mid-20s, uh-huh. I'd have people who'd be like, well, I don't know if they fucked anybody else. I'm like, I want to know, but you, people got there before you did. Yeah, that's not true. I'm Christopher Columbus. discovering new lands. So, no, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I... No, but, yeah, like, the thing is, like, it's... it's. I get it. But, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've done shit. You know, you... You, can, you should have those conversations with your kid. Like, yeah, I did that. This is what happened. This is what it was. It was stupid. You know what I mean? Right. If, if you think it was stupid... You know, you, you can you talk to them about you. Know, I, I'm I'm very open with. But then, like, I feel like if you say, "Oh, I did these things and that was stupid," just to let you know, whatever, then that gives me as like, mm, okay, well, you did stupid shit, so I could do stupid shit too. And that's my well, stupid shit. Next thing you know, someone's doing coke off a stripper's ass, and it's Thanksgiving, and Grandma's upset because like she's sitting in her seat because <laughs> she found the coke on her nose. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my, no, I'm very much like, yeah, I did shit. You're going to do stupid shit. Just make sure you don't do stupid shit to get yourself in trouble. Kind of like Shrek did. Where he's just so selfish. He's like an onion. <laughs> so many layers. So many layers. Um, yeah, like, watching this over, I realized, like, man, this is a dated film. This is, uh, the animation is different but like um you were here when i was watching the end of it mm-hmm. and um i was i was even telling you check out her ears because to get that dimension of the ears to look that real with the light coming in the background that's detail but then when you look at shrek basic coloring you know what i mean like how come he's not getting the same color de- detail as she is you know what i mean this I, is, it's, it's, but it's I, I bet you it's like it's like the old when you watch um, old cartoons and there'd be the thing that's in the background and there's the one thing they're going to pick up that's slightly brighter, like on the old Hanna-Barbera No, dude, because I could watch fucking Reboot and I'm like, you know what? These are dated graphics, but man, it's still good. No, 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 I'm not saying it takes away from the story. I'm just saying you can see the... Remember Reboot? That was a good show. It was such a good fucking show. (laughs) The Evil Dead episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, like, on the old, like, Looney Tunes and the old... Not as much on Looney Tunes, but more on, like, Hanna-Barbera. You would see they'd have the background and maybe there'd be something on the table and they're going to go pick something up off the table. Mm-hmm. That thing, because they're using a different type of cell... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...would be brighter than every other one. Like, there'd be four plates on the table. No, I get, I get, I get it, because I know exactly what you're talking about, where, like, the background's painted a certain way, and then the cell's just brighter, because it's, yeah. it's not the right tone of colors. Yeah. But, um, that had nothing to do with, uh, Cameron Diaz, uh, Fiona, because her ears was, I don't know. It, it was just, I noticed no, that I at the end, because I, I was like, that looks thing. super real, and that looks like more care was taken done with her than with him. So, like, it's just, that kind of bugged me, but all that gets fixed in the second movie. Because, like, we're, I like how they introduce, like, you know, Farquaad's like, okay, well, you're not really kings, or when they have the mirror, it's like, magic mirror, like, mirror, mirror, who's the, how do I become, like, you know, king? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, technically, you're not a king, you gotta marry a princess. And they're like, okay, well, option. And it turns into the dating show, he goes, okay, first up, you know. Someone who, like, loves cleaning and, like, you know, lives with her sisters. It's, you know, Cinderella. Then, like, then it's, like, another woman who, uh, another bachelorette is, uh, living with seven men, but it's not that easy. And it's, like, Snow White. And then then it talks about Fiona. Mm. That humor, that essence of that humor from that. That's very 1990s. That essence of the humor 
where everything else is kind of dull, that excitement gets brought into two. And like, not though like, making things happier and more like involved, like it just, it, it, you get more of the kingdom, more of the characters, the side characters like Pinocchio, the three, th- three blind mice. Everybody starts to like become a part of the things and everyone yeah, is now involved. More... Everyone's more involved in the story. I, I think the Shrek ride takes place after two. Okay. Is Farquaad's ghost in the second one? No. It's in that ride. Is it? That's okay. Well, that makes ever, sense. Have you ever seen it? Or no, I've never been on it. So, for that, I went on that. Uh, I went to Universal when I, in like 2002, 2003. And that's when I went on that for the first time. Like, the second one is basically um, Shrek gets to meet his in laws. Oh, is that the one with John Cleese? Is that the one? I don't, I'm not remembering. No. That's the second one? I think it's the second one. Because John Cleese is, is her dad. Okay, so the second one. I remember that. I remember. So I know they it go, was in some of these. They go to see, uh, yes, 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 yes. So, and then like, who the king is and his backstory, it's like, okay, cool. Like, you can see where now they're playing with the fairy tales rather than like, these are the random characters that, you're, that are in the world. Now it's like, who's in this world and who's like affected with who. So you see the king and you get to know his backstory. You get to see uh, where Fiona grew up. And then like he's in like, but the music from the second one is way better than the first one, which I didn't think the soundtrack was bad in this one, but it was weird pulls. Those are weird pulls for a fucking kids movie. For sure. Like I get, okay. I know there's that Tom Waits song that the drop of poison Uh that makes sense for the type of bar for the scene. I've heard about the scene. Yeah. Like they're in a, they're in a shady bar. They're in the tavern. Yeah. Yeah. They're in like a shady tavern. So that makes sense. And I know that same with the bar, a little drop of poison. Yeah. So that makes sense. You're in a shady bar. Um, and you're supposed to have like pirates and shit. Whatever things that were, I feel like Shrek was like the test pilot. That happened to be a movie. You know what I mean? And like, like the first Shrek is like a test? Yeah, like a test pilot. Well, like, they wanted to make when, it you, when you When you see it, and you're like, okay, cool. And then you see the rest of it, you're like, wow, these are great. That was surprisingly slightly dull and like weirdly there. Still funny, I guess, but not well, fully visualized and put together. Steven Spielberg had thought about making a traditionally animated film back in 91. He bought the rights for it. For Shrek? For Shrek. And it would have been Bill Murray as Shrek and Steve Martin as Donkey. I see that being fantastic. Right? Yeah. Ooh, speaking of Bill Murray, do you know Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd okay. were um, supposed to be bums? They were, those, they were supposed to be like the Ghostbusters, and then those two were supposed to be bums kind of peppered in through the movie. Well, Dan Aykroyd... Because that was supposed to be, like... That's the thing that... There, there's a couple scenes that they've kept in there. Where Dan oh, Aykroyd is... There's is one, the bum? As one of them, at least, you can see it. Oh, somewhere. I don't know. But I guess they were supposed to actually be in there kind of talking shit on, like, what was going on. But they decided... It's too weird having, like, them be well, both... You know two the, starring characters be, like, two parts. You know who was originally supposed to be Vankman, don't you? Uh, you Jim you Belushi. John Belushi. Uh, John Belushi. And that's why they have Slimer. That's why Slimer looks the way he does. Yeah. Because Slimer is supposed to be John Belushi. That's rad. Um, did you know that Nicholas Jim Belushi is still alive, right? Or did Jim, he die? Jim Belushi is, yes. John okay. is dead. John, yeah, John, no, John died, died a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Nicholas Cage was initially offered the role of Shrek? Ooh, that would have been terrible. But he turned it down. What is it with Nicholas Cage getting all these, like... Because he did not want to look like an ogre. In 2013, he, he explained, When you're drawn in a way... When you're drawn, in a way, it says more about how children are going to see you than anything else. And I care about that. Oh, my God. Nicholas Cage has a son who is now leeching on his father's fame on TikTok. And it's slightly weird. Just Is it Kal-El? Because uh, you know, he named his son Kal-El. I don't know who, what his name, or I just saw. He probably goes by Cal. Yeah, I think so. I think that's it. Right? And he's like. Does he go by Cal with a K? I don't remember. I, I saw it on TikTok and he was like, yeah, like this is my father. And, like he kept saying it, but I thought it was a guy lying about it, but I guess he is. Did you know that Janine Garofalo was initially set to be Fiona? 
I I like I like her. I think her voice would not have been great. I thought she was cool. Well, she was gonna be the. Would you Fiona think that Fiona when she uh turns into an ogre? No, when she is having her princess moment. You know where she's like singing in the woods and she sees that blue bird and she goes ah and the bird's singing with her and then she gets that high pitched thing and the bird fucking bursts. Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. That was okay. Um. She yeah she was gonna be Fiona with Far- with Chris Farley, when it was Chris Farley as. Oh, uh, that would. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but Mike Myers, I think he, I think he leans on these characters, uh, the voices that he does so much that I think that's what kind of burns me out on him. You know what I mean? Because he, well, he leans on Scottish a lot. Yeah, and it's I get it, but at the same time, it's the same voice. You know what I mean? It's, no, I it, it. it's the same same voice, same kind same of jokes. One, same one that he does in in Soy Murder and Axe Murderer. Yep. But that's, and maybe that's why. Maybe I was like, mm, I'm going to get the sanitized version of that. Yeah. Because, I don't know. It, maybe I don't want to see Stuart McKenzie say Because sometimes I think it's better to see the actors' voices or faces when they do certain things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like, when uh, Mike Myers is his, dressed up as his dad saying, hit me now. You know what I mean? It's just, like, the way his eyes perk up, like, it makes it even funnier. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to see not great animation carry those words it's not that impactful you know what i mean and so i feel like that has a lot to do with with it too you mean like the fact that you're not getting great emotions off the faces it makes it dull no matter how good the vocals are you know what i mean but i think that is also fixed in two when you watch it so it's like so i think this will be a cool like kind of like if we do see two to see the differences between like the animation. It's gonna be like Hellraiser where they should have just made one Hellraiser movie. No, you'll like watching two, you realize wow, these are two completely different movies. They're completely different. The soundtrack's great, you get um the fairy godmother in it, you get uh a knight in shining armors in it, and like it's it's cool. And then you get callbacks from like the characters that we've seen the oh, first wow. movie get pulled into that one and they just kinda like the three little pigs are hilarious. Like it, it's it's cool. I think they take they take away that spitting on Disney's image to like that's what they I mean that's to what, that's to like okay now this. we have a story and this is not just quick one quick jabs to more like well, that these was are actual really, stories. You know the you know the movie Ants, right? Yes. That's literally just the same movie as Bugs Life. Yes. And like fucking John Lasseter called like called and swore at like called Jeff Burger and just fucking screamed at him and been like, "What the fuck are you doing? This isn't the same movie I've been making for fucking like three years." But at the same time, you can't like fuck you. You know what I mean? You have a movie about ants. Oh, guess what? Oh no, it's literally the exact same movie. Is it the exact same movie? I don't think so. Like it's not. It's there's difference. There's differences. I think I like ants better than I do like a Bug's Life. Don't sass eye me right now. No, it's the same thing like with uh fucking uh Armageddon and fucking what's that other shitty movie? Oh, the one I like better. Oh, first off, Armageddon's a pile of shit. Okay, first off, I cried at that movie. You shut your mouth. And what's the other movie? Uh, fucking Deep Impact. Deep Impact. Impact was fucking good. Garbage. John Favreau as an astronaut. Fuck yeah. Yeah, please. That's how I know it's a fake movie. Um, I'm sorry, Ben Affleck as an astronaut? Yeah! Oh, it's so good. And then him with like the race car and the animal crackers on like What's-Her-Face's tits. You've seen it. We all love that scene. But yeah, like the thing that's like... But that's what movies, movie companies do. They have an idea. Oh, they're making a Cinderella movie. Can we make a Cinderella movie? Yeah, let's do that. Like, let's do... And then they do comparisons. But no, that's but how you get people... There's a difference between, like, oh, I'm going to make a movie that's about bugs and, like, doing the exact same movie. Their movie is called A Bug's Life. That could be a lot of different things. That could be... This movie any, is called... This movie is called Ants, and it only Z. focuses on the colony and the ants, ants themselves. What was Bug's Life about? Bugs. And what happens in Bug's Life? There was one ant. There's one ant in Bug's Life. There's one ant. Just one ant. Just one. 
Marcel. Sure. Marcel the ant. This is only in one. In Bugs Life. In Bug Yeah. In Bugs Life. There's For the majority of the time, there's only one ant. For the majority of the time, there's one ant. There's one ant that that follows him around, that's it. And then a bunch of grasshoppers. And then that rank gets How kicked out. He gets How kicked out of the fucking colony because he's being a conspiracy theorist. Like, all right, chicken little, go fuck yourself. And he's like, all right. And he meets this German like little caterpillar. He's like, ooh, I like a chocolate. We've seen the same movie. Is this my, that, is, that is nowhere near <laughs> what happens in Ant. Is this a Mandela effect? What? Is this a Mandela effect? No, this is, this is you. You're remembering the wrong fucked up movie. No, it's the same thing. No. It's no. the same thing. And he's like, oh. And then it's like, oh, I'm a ladybug, but I'm a boy. Because fuck gender fucking rules. Yeah, I've seen the movie for us. We've all been on the ride. The Bugs Life ride at Disney. No, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. I know what you're going for. Um, You got like... 90%. No. 99%. You know what you got right? I'm a ladybug. That's about it. <laughs> and you, oh, and you got the types of bugs. You got the types of bugs, but no, uh, one ant. The five of ants goes like, I need help, and it's a little bitch from uh, Kids in the Hall. Okay, so you know the people in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I told you I've seen this movie. I know what's but up. That's not the story. And he's like, "Oh, I want to do some dick." And you're like, "Wow, this is a weird children's movie." First off, <laughs> that's the uh, again. Not I the watched, same movie. Not the same movie. Ooh, okay. I watched a lot of Pixar movies. I've seen that one a million times. <laughs> also, not what happens. Uh, a scale of one to seven. It's like them being terrible. One being awesome. Like a three or four. Okay. So, I was, the way you were kind of talking about it made it seem like you, like, really despised it. So, I was kind of like, okay. Um, It has its moments. Like, I, I, even, I watch it now. It has moments, but, like, it's like, yeah, no, like, if, if you're, Trying to get back, you're just trying to get back at Disney. Like it's it's Jeffrey Katzenberg, yeah, now that literally you say, trying to like, get back at Disney. And what do you think Disney. of John Lithgow in the whole movie? John Lithgow is one of my favorite actors. What do you think time. about his Farquhar? Farquhar, he's great. He's great. Have you? Okay, I like that part where he walks up to like he's meeting Fiona as his bride, and he's got like the long legs on the steed, and he looks so handsome and regal and then he pops off his legs and he's like this tiny little torso he was in a stage version of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels as the Steve Martin part really? yes can you watch that somewhere? I don't know I would love to watch that somewhere. that'd be cool Corey Feldman what do you think he would play? Corey Feldman would be far quiet would he? I think he would be a great uh, big, bad, big bad wolf in his little grandmother's clothing no? You don't think so? Yeah, because the big bad wolf's a little skeezy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Forrest. Hey, Jimmy. So, what are you blanking? Um, I uh, listened to a book. Called Life of the Party by Ooh. Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer. Oh, The Machine. The Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has The Machine story on it. Uh-huh. And a few other ones that were really good. Um, How do you feel about Burt Kreischer? I, like, you Bert, like, him. I like Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Um, I do. Um, I feel like he kind of does the type of comedy that I would do like if I was doing stand-up where I've got all these crazy stories. Uh-huh. But they're not always right for this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his way of thinking things isn't always right for the time, so he's always good. He's good about not going full blown. You can feel like he wants to go more into it in a way more fucked up way, right. but he doesn't. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with that. I always try to challenge myself with writing. Okay. Like try to like I'm always trying to learn how to adapt something. Okay. Like I'm always trying yeah, to yeah, teach, yeah. you know because eventually if that's ever something I had to do I'm gonna have to learn how to adapt something. Right. Like when I was doing the, the Fantastic Four script, like I had my ideas for the Fantastic Four script that I was doing. Yeah. Um, my way to take a, one of my ideas to take a story and make a screenplay out of it is actually to use the machine because the way he structures the machine. Oh, okay. Is, it's a story. I mean, oh, yeah, he structures no, for sure. it just like a story, 
the arc of it and the way it ends and everything, you can completely do it. And if you did it right, you can... Depending on where you put things, like if you put the whole part where they're robbing the train uh-huh. as your midpoint, okay, that's when it that's when you have your turn. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you're and saying. Because at that point, that's when the movie turns into something else. But at that point of the story, in the story, uh-huh. there isn't a lot after that. Okay, I figured the midpoint for that story would be... Uh, getting on the train? Him getting along with everybody. No, 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 that's your, that's kind of your beginning. The... Getting the, along with the, the, the Russian mob. That's, no, that wouldn't be your midpoint, be, unless... You might have to do that. Like, it might have to be the thing that you do for that. Yeah. For it to work, for as, as much story as there is. And I've heard two versions of it. I've heard the stand-up version that he does off of his special. Uh-huh. And there's a version on here. And he even talks about, because he still does it. Like, it's like his greatest hit. He does it every night he goes on. Uh-huh. He does, does it still? Oh, he still does. I know. I heard it uh, at the comedy store, like, maybe four months before, like, the it, it, came out. Yeah, before the whole thing came out, because it was on YouTube for or it was Facebook. On, it was on YouTube and all that, but it was also um, on a comedy special that he did. Oh, okay. That's where I heard it. Well, I heard it. I think I saw the the YouTube thing that somebody put up. Yeah. And then I saw the special. I've been talking, but he went on a podcast and broke it down. There's a there's one there's a podcast called Good Ones. Uh huh. And they break down jokes. Someone comes in with their joke. Oh, that's cool. And they break it down. And I love it because it's just, it's it's story structure. Right. That's how that whole thing is. It's story structure. You know, where does this emotion come from? Where does this come from? It's a really good podcast. Yeah. And he does, they do a whole like, like 60 to 90 minutes on the machine. And he they, they play the whole thing. Uh-huh. And then he goes and he breaks down, they break it down. So my, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Bert. Part maybe day. because he, maybe because he limits himself when he talks, and I, think, and I, but I, feel I like, think, it's, but even still, if you take him out of that situation and let him relax, like on different other podcasts, like I know he's on Joe Rogan, and then like yeah, different, he is reserved. He's more calmer than what he like. Yeah, he likes to drink and like hang out and all that stuff. He likes he likes to hang out rather than. But to, it's, like, uh, you know whatever. what it is. But I'm a bigger fan of Ari Shafir. Ari Shafir's fucked up. So Ari Shafir, I feel, and Burt Kreischer's idea of the machine are the same, like, devil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think Ari just runs at a higher level of just chaos than is, Burt does. He, you know what it is, though? And it's the same shit that happens to Eddie Murphy in every good comic. He becomes a dad. Yeah. But even then, if he becomes, like, his dad jokes are, like, with no, like, no, no, his, his dad kids. Jokes, his, like, you know, his, that's all great. But if he wasn't a dad... Well, and he gets into that. There's a really good story at the end about yeah. his kid. Burt like, Kreischer is basically a stand-up version of Kevin Smith. That's how I feel. Because he's he mm. he wears his heart on his sleeves and like he openly cries. Not that it's bad, but like that he like openly like yeah he cries uh, over like the most little things. But he's really proud about sharing those moments, which is cool. But it's like okay, like there's only so much like emotion I could take before I'm like. I can't take your emotion, so like let's move on. Yeah, but that's cool. How was the book? It was good. It was really good. I'd heard a couple of the stories on there before. Okay. Uh, but other than that, it was it was fun. Nice. Uh, it's it's a really it's a good introduction to him if you don't really know much. And it's a, it's a six hour listen because he's um six, he's the real uh, Van Wilder. Yeah, yeah. He goes into that a little bit, and then oh, does he talk about how like um. The company was the company that did it, Fox or no? it was Rolling Stone did an article about him and then and then they just made it. But movie. who made the movie? Was it Fox or whoever made the movie? Those executives when Bert went to talk to them, um, they were fucking terrified because they're like, "Shit, we sold this kid's life," and like yeah. they didn't know what to do. But all Bert really wanted was just to say, "Yeah, that's me." Yeah, and they're like, so. "Oh yeah, yeah, sure, that's that's fine," and they just moved on after that. Yeah, um, I read a comic by joe hill oh i read a comic too by go joe ahead. hill <laughs> no, no no go ahead um it's called dying is easy dying is and it's a easy. noir comic book about a stand-up comic we i have notes about something about noir comics and i was ed brubaker okay thank you yes yeah. but this was cool it's a, he's this guy was an ex-cop 
Uh-huh. And now he's a stand-up comic, and it's just, they think he murdered somebody. Oh, that'd be funny. That'd be cool. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I, I like Joe Hill. Like I said, he he goes, he swings a little, he swings a little farther than his pops does. Yeah. I think. I feel like he kind of leans on that same kind of dimension. Oh, no, no, no. He does. He leans on the same type. I want yeah. a type of story. I completely agree. Agree, but I think he swings a little more out there. You know, he's a little yeah. more out there and, and, and takes more chances than Stephen King did. Yeah. But I think he I think being Stephen King's kid you have to. Yeah. Um, oh so the comic I read is uh Joker Wars. The what was it? Uh was it the the War of Jokes and Riddles? No. The one where hold on, I don't want to spoil Where are you on everything? And, Batman. And Batman, I'm done with, with um Oh, so you're current. I'm current with okay. hold on, hold on, I'm current with Tom King. I haven't read anything past Tom King's run. Okay, so after Tom King's run, uh the Joker War starts. Okay. And not to give too much away about that, but obviously we know what happened with Alfred. We do know what happens with Alfred. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, maybe I don't then. I had no idea. I oh, oh you didn't know because yeah, he okay. If you don't listen to... They kill Alfred off in the... Bane Tom, snaps his fucking neck. Yeah. <laughs> just snaps his neck. <laughs> oh, man. And then you get uh, Dick Grayson. I've been so out of comics. I had no idea, so I had to like, go back and Did read Did you go Tom stuff. King? Did you go read Tom I King? I don't, because I wanted to read The Joker War. And I was oh, like, okay, okay. So I'm like, the shit out who of is this? What's going on here? Let me go back. Oh, because shit. Because they, they bring in a bunch so of, like, that other... Really they add more to the Bat family. Yeah, and then, like, they... Uh, so, um, he's dead, and then, like, he gets uh, Punchline, which I think we talked... I think I told you about Punchline. Where it's the girl. Yeah. The new Harley Quinn-ish right. type. And she's crazy. And then, like, um, uh, Dick Grayson lost his memory. When he got... I've sh- not gotten that far. Okay, so... Okay, so... At this point... The family's reunited, and Dick has his memory back. And so, um, Dick's all good. And <laughs> I'm sure it is Liberace. <laughs> and so, uh, without giving too much of the story away, um, you got the designer. Do you know the designer? I don't remember that was okay. in... So, don't, I'm not giving anything away. There's a character named the designer, and uh, his plan for taking over Gotham is set free and then so now you're like all the stuff is going on you don't know what's going on uh stuff happens catwoman the riddler and the penguin are hiding out on like what is going on in gotham because shit hit the fan and uh bruce is now penniless okay so i've heard about that and joker has a lot of money in his uh at his disposal and uh the shit show that happens from there, and I was like, "Bravo!" <laughs> it's a really yeah, good story. I'm, I'm arc. Just waiting. That story I mean, arc is amazing. But that guy is—it's James Tinian writing, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. He's—he's he's good. He's been writing backups on Batman for like most of the Tom King run. Like, if it wasn't Tom King writing Batman, it was uh-huh. him, and he wrote all the Ninja Turtles versus dude, Ninja Turtles and Batman. A, there's comics. a new character, like dude. He this guy's dropping like characters like crazy. Dude, and he writes because he has a new one called uh, Clown Killer or Clown Hunter. Okay. Oh, dude, this guy's badass. Like the uh, Joker gangs are too afraid to go into the narrows. Is it like, like the Joker's like? A- <laughs> it's it's fun. It, okay. Yeah, and then uh, it's oh, really cool. He's he does some good writing, dude. He has one, but this one it's got like what the fuck is it called? He has a comic where these kids get put on a planet. And it's like they're at, they were in their school, and somehow they get put on this other planet, and they're trying to like navigate this foreign alien planet. Okay. And it's fucking crazy. Okay. And there's like five or six arcs of books of that. I have to find that. This um, I can tell you now. This Batman story. Tears. Tears? <laughs> Tears. Of joy? I was like, oh, no, just just emotion hitting me too much. I'm like, I can't handle this story right now. Like, it was, really? Yeah, like, it was just like... I wait until it gets to... Uh, I don't want, I don't, where did you read it? I want you, you to, buy it? I want you to read it. Did you buy it? Uh, Bobby had it, so I read it there. Bobby reads comics? Uh, they were just in the garage, and oh. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, these are fairly new. And he goes, yeah. Well, oh. so, um, I can tell you right now, they're, um, I don't want to give anything away. Uh, once you're done with it, let's talk about it because I I, okay. I want to hear your opinion on it, and then I'll tell you what part I was teary eyed. Okay. Um, anything else that you read? Uh, a couple of other, not as much. Um, I started House of M. Okay. Because I wanted to see if it is. Did you watch the next? No one? more mutants. Yeah. 
Have yeah. you uh, started the? Have you seen episode three yet? I have seen it. Do you want to talk about that? We can. Okay. Um, well, go ahead. Finish about your house. Um, how you, how you I know that's. I'm only part way through it right now. Oh, okay. I like it so far. Yeah. Um, I like. I said I like Bendis, dude. I like his, yeah. his writing, and it's uh, the story arc. I, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just reading. It needed the... to happen. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 good. Um, the problem with X Men is just it. There's too many. That ex- everything that's one of, and that's one of those writing challenges for me too so i'm hoping they don't make it too like i think crazy is, via like the whole marvel universe because like that could be a bit much you know i think I mean? you would hear if everybody was popping in for this show yeah but that's actually kind of the thing i like about it being COVID so, times vision because w- you can't that's the thing i hate is that they're like there's always people staking out trying to take pictures of sets and things and i'm like i no, do hate that i hate that i want to be fucking surprised that's yeah. why it was great when fucking mark hamill popped up at the end of mandalorian yeah because i think they finished it part way through quarantine well you get a lot of people that like make their living on youtube and their only way to get new content is to stock everything yeah it was so even with like game of thrones it was so annoying that like I've read the books. I have not watched all the show. Mm-hmm. So to me, I was avoiding the show because I'm like, I don't want to watch the newer ones because I'm reading the books. Obviously, the books should have been out like 10 years ago and it still hasn't been out. So I had to watch the show to kind of figure out where the story was. But it was a bummer because every every scene, you would see a picture and you get these people that like will pick out hidden ciphers and meanings of the story and then tell you plot points of the story. Like, oh, this fucking sucks because all the joys just sucked right out of it. Um... WandaVision, mm-hmm. episode three, Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch, fucking Partridge, that Partridge Family opening. Part, yeah, that was, that was actually really good. I was like... I didn't even think about about that. Too, I didn't, but like, it, yeah, yeah it but the really house, good. it's funny, the beginning was very much Partridge Family, and the house was very much Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah. So did you notice that with Wanda's dress, she had a giant X across her chest? I didn't. Yeah, so the entire time, I'm like, okay, that's not a kid, like... I, if it was any other show, I wouldn't think twice about it. But being that it's X Men and like everything that's going on, like I'm picking up little things. And there's like a couple like hidden little like Wonder Man stuff in the background. Like so, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to like be like, okay, what are they bringing in Wonder Man? Is that what's happening? I don't, I don't know because like technically, Vision is supposed to be Wonder Man. One like a like a the image like it, it's made in his, his image. His mind, is, yeah. Duplicated into Vision, not like uh, the Reality Stone, which is Vision, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And then so, um, but yeah, she has an X on her chest the entire time. So I was like, oh okay, because it's like she's got like a stripy shirt, but literally the middle of it, it's just a black X, and I'm like, oh that's dope. Okay. And then um, in this episode we're seeing like the neighbors starting to break character character, and they're aware that. They need to participate, otherwise they're going to be punished. Yeah. And then also... Uh, and Vision starts questioning, like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, and then, like, but... And then the pregnancy is, like, immediate. Like, it's, like, within yeah. a day. And then, uh... Well, it was so funny, because at the beginning of the episode, where the doc's like, I'm going to take my wife on vacation to Bermuda. And I'm all like, oh, so she's going to have the baby by the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and I saw that, I laughed, and Lisa's like, what's funny? And I'm like, oh... I'll tell you at the end because I didn't know where it was going to happen in there. Yeah. But whenever you hear a joke like that, it's always like, "Oh, you're not going to have this baby today. I'm going to go on vacation." Yeah, and then she, they, she brings up her brother, and I was yeah. like, "That was kind of like, <laughs> the f- yeah." I was like, "Okay." Like then, like the reality comes in, and that's when you get uh, Foxy, who's like, "Um, wow, you know what? I just realized Foxy is also the black character from it's the it's the girl from the little girl from um." Captain Marvel. Oh, oh yeah. That's who that's supposed to be. Oh, okay. And that place takes place twenty years earlier. Remember, oh, Captain okay. Marvel takes place in the nineties. Okay. That's, you didn't pick up on that. No, I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah. I was gonna make it Austin Powers reference because they have a black character. Nope. In the, also in the sixties, seventies. That's that the plays, one that gets thrown out at the end of the. Oh, no, no, no. She, her name is Foxy. Those Austin Powers things. So I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. And but that. I was like, okay, that's weird. Why would they keep naming the same character? But. Same type of character, Foxy. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's even a better connection to the comics. Yeah. No, I had no, no, yeah, I that's the same. The little girl that like helps make her costume and all. Yeah. That. 
that's the same person. That's fucking rad. And that's a great connection. And, yeah. You didn't know that? No. no. I didn't catch that. I read shit. That's all. Uh, I, I was like, no, I had no clue about that, but that's awesome. But the fact that they Wanda ejects her from her reality and like throws her into. But, okay, but at that point they throw her out. Is that, is it, what do you think it is? Now, do you want we, me to tell you my little breakdown of what I think the show is? Okay, first off, I keep telling Lisa, I'm like, this is totally Marvel doing David Lynch, but we're going to get answers. Yeah, okay, so. do you want me... Let's hear your theory. Okay, so basically, Wanda, heartbroken after how everything ended in the, the cinematic universe, and like, you know, the last I think we see of her is at Tony Stark's funeral, where she's kind of like, whatever. I think... She probably wanted to say goodbye to Vision, realize... I want more. <laughs> I, I can't, and she just takes the body. And I believe uh, what uh, Sword, which is that synthesized yeah, yeah, or whatever... Yeah. Sword is, the, is, that, is the, uh, that agency. Like, yeah, yeah, which is like the new S.H.I.E.L.D. Kind equivalent of, they're, to protect like they're another part they're like a shield but for i think more sorcery type yeah stuff. so um that's the pendant that she was wearing yeah, yeah. that's why she threw her out of like the or whatever but i believe wanda brought in vision realized that she couldn't have him so in her grieving she just un- unintentionally cast a like bubble around them and caused that like universe to kind of be for them yeah and then because like, the big theory is that she starts being the bad guy oh i totally see that because like the, wanda's best stories in the marvel universe is her, her breakdowns and her breaks down because and her, being, and her being the bad guy yeah because she ends up doing um because like her like powers were never really defined it was always kind of like if you need something boom she could do it you know what i mean she was always yeah. like uh just a last minute kinda, like fixer yeah but um it wasn't until house of m I don't know, maybe it was before, but Charles is like getting ready to, is playing with the idea of killing Wanda because she realized her magic is more reality shaping than anything else, and he can't have that because she, if she loses stability, she will just warp everything, and I believe she ended up doing the same thing, but the only person that could remember anything was Wolverine because he had the mind, his mind. Wouldn't let him, yeah, whatever. And that's what's her tab. That's where I'm at. In that oh, okay, in the comic. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's about where I'm at. So don't go anything past that. Oh, okay, um, that's where I'm at. Where Wolverine's like, Shit, okay, that's okay. No, that's okay. okay. That's okay. Um, you didn't ruin anything, but um, it was House of M. I was trying to think of the storyline, yeah, I couldn't remember. Where Wolverine's just like, like, yeah, that, that's exactly where I'm at. Where you, where you said, okay, that's where I'm at. Do yeah. not say anymore, okay. Um, but where Wolverine's <laughs> just like, no, 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 this isn't right. Yeah. He, you know where he's at? Where's that? He just found Cage, oh, okay. That's where I'm at. He just found Cage, because, and he's trying to tell Cage, what, he's like, hey, look, this is what, what I'm doing. Wanda's like, okay, like, Professor X is missing. Mm-hmm. And, like, so, like, and then, like, but you're seeing a, like, a world of, like, perfection for people. And, like, yeah. you, you see Kitty Pride, who's a teacher who just wanted to be a teacher and help other people. I'm like, so it's, it's a cool, so, basically, we're getting the picture-perfect version of, like, ideal life. But in this one, we're not dealing with the whole Marvel universe, but we're dealing with just Wanda and Vision, which yeah. is a smart way to keep the show together because it's like basically like okay, these are the two, everyone's happy, and we're just gonna placate to yeah. what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I, when that when that B man pops out at the second episode, I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking David Lynch. Yeah. So, uh, oh no, for sure. But I believe episode four is gonna be the breach of that reality because it's already happening to the yeah. point where like the characters are purposely. Breaking their own world just to see what they could get away with because they know it's not right and they're just trying to have a change. But even the doctor said, like, you know, you know about small towns, they're just really hard to escape. You know what I mean? Because, like, but, like, I like how they emphasize, like, certain yeah. words to kind of give you, like, a hint of what's going Everything on. Everything is very ambiguous. The, the dialogue is very ambiguous, and I like that. Yeah, so. Usually it's, like, kind of cheesy when they do it, but no, this, this is one of the few shows where they're very ambiguous with the dialogue. And there's, it's double entendres, and you know they're double entendres, but it's not cheesy or shitty. I'm thinking different strokes. For the next one? For the next one, with Miami Vice when the breach happens, and they're trying to extract Wanda. Because I believe they... I don't think they don't. Think, think. I don't think they know that Wanda is the one who stole Vision's body. If that's even what happened. Uh, yeah, if that's what, what's ever what happened. 
I mean, but like what, Vision's I body mean, has to be with Wanda. Wouldn't she in theory be able to some way to if he was a program at one point? Wouldn't he be? Wouldn't they be able to in theory? She could just put it into something and use it. Well, she could find Wonder Man and just fucking clone his mind and then yeah. press the change other, they'd be happy. Yeah. Wonder Man. Um, yeah. So overall, I'm enjoying the show. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, I don't get it, and I'm like, you don't like David Lynch, so you won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've got Lisa. To, I think if Lisa hadn't been watching David Lynch movies with me the last ten years, I don't oh, think does she, she like would. it. Or is she she likes it. it. Yeah, yeah, she's into it because she likes she likes that universe. She likes all the. I mean, when she was sick with the Rona, she watched uh, rewatched everything. My thing with the Marvel universe after rewatching a large chunk of it again is how much, how much did, you, did, did you rewatch? Um, and when did you rewatch recently? Uh, during the Christmas okay. break. Um, but I'm not. You're a little more forgiving. You know what? It's uh, it's. I like the shows. I like I like certain movies way more than others. But I'm actually a fan of the Thor, the Thor movies. I can get into the first two. Yeah, I the, like the third one. The third yeah, one's fun. Yeah, they're all, a buddy. It's a buddy cop movie. The second one's a little just weird because it's completely out there, but it it's fine. Uh, but it's just there's no. Everybody, you know, all the heroes are going to survive and move on. You know what I mean? Unless, you, as a, somebody who's aware of contracts, like mm-hmm. what's going on, like then you know, okay. That's these why two I don't are like knowing about contracts either, though. Like, don't tell me because I know how much you know. That's the thing I hate about contracts. I got a theory about the Loki show. Okay. I feel like um, Loki, the Loki show. I feel like Owen Wilson's going to be Mephisto. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's going to be in the movie. He's in the again. show. Okay. I have a feeling. I, I just the way that they've got it set up, and the way you see him in the movie. What's his? The, what's Mephisto's show? other name? It's something he's stupid. He's just the devil. He's just. The I know, devil. but he's got a different name that he goes by. It's like fucking Ralph or like Rupert or something stupid. I don't know what the fuck. No, he, he's got. He goes I by. Didn't read enough. Like, he goes by a I, common name. I didn't go by enough. Read enough Ghostwriter. Uh, yeah. But I have a feeling that he's going to end up being Mephisto. Mephisto. That'd be dope. Because, like, the way they... I like that they're going for deeper characters. Like, that's cool. Well, where else are you going to go with these if you're... You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what they do in the comics. What else... What do you do with your shows? Yeah. Jimmy, next week we're gonna watch a little movie. A movie I've seen. Shrek two. No. Damn. Uh, a movie I've seen multiple times. I've seen all these movies multiple times. Terminator. Toy Story four. Okay. You know what? I'm shocked that I haven't seen it. This has probably one of my funny favorite bits in a Pixar movie. Okay. You know what? I saw Toy Story one as everyone did. Loved it. Toy Story two. Dope. You know what I mean? I like that they brought in Jesse. Like, I thought that was a cool yeah. character. Uh, three? Um, I'm sorry. I don't need to bring the Holocaust into my 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 life. That was a rough watch. Like, is it as bad as that one? Because I don't know if I can handle it emotionally if it's that bad. Did you get past that part? Because you know they don't die. Yeah, I know that they don't die. But, like, I mean, it was... That was a gruesome way like, to throw into a kid's movie, though. Well, that's called your fake in there, bro. Oh, man. But we'll talk more about that next, next week. week. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at yhblankthat. Or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.